Welcome to an exclusive episode of Mind Love. Today's episode is all about the abundance model. I made many trips to Nepal, and in Nepal, people have very, very little. But if you walk into their house, they'll, they're happy to make you a meal. They're, there's a sense of abundance. Nature is taking care of them for generations. They don't fear the future. So the actual amount of resources had, no, had little correlation to how someone lived in abundance. In this Vipassana course, the very structure of the abundance model came down to me, the 70, 10, 10, 10, and how to explain it, how to practically implement it. Once I really started practicing it, some crazy things started happening. Money just started showing up in my life in places that I was never expecting it. I had some stock in a company that I had completely forgotten about that got sold and a bunch of money came to me. If you believe in the sort of law of attraction, if you're living in abundance, more stuff starts to show up. What does abundance even mean to you? I'll admit, when I think of abundance, the first thing I think about is money. And then my mind shifts to material things. It would just feel so good to just buy what I want, when I want, with no thought about delegating resources. Well, every morning I have a gratitude practice where I write all the things that I'm grateful for and then I integrate it for a moment. Just sitting in stillness and amplifying those feelings of gratitude until I can really feel it in my body. Well, in those moments, I'm reminded that technically, I have everything that I need. And in hindsight, haven't I always? Even the times that I felt like I didn't, or even the times where something was actually taken from me, Looking back, I can see why that was for my benefit. For example, my dad died my sophomore year in college. He didn't have a lot, but he did have a house. He still owed on it, but he had one. Well, a couple years before he died, my dad married a woman from Russia 20 years younger than him. I know what you're thinking, but no, she was not mail-ordered. Also, I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> well, she turned out to be abusive and cheated on him, so they split up. But they never formalized it because he was battling cancer. And honestly, I think part of him didn't want to die alone, even if it's just on paper. So in his will, he left me 95% and her 5%. Well, given that I was pretty much the sole beneficiary in his will, I found out I was about to inherit around $150,000 as a sophomore in college. 19-year-old me. The same 19-year-old me that was finishing a fifth of vodka in a night and doing lines of coke off the back of a toilet seat. Well, wifey wasn't having it. And the new guy she was with was a lawyer, so she essentially had unlimited resources to battle it out, which lasted years. Long story short, by the time it was all over, there was nothing left after the legal fees and the damage that had been done to the house. That was a pretty big blow for a 19-year-old, to have expectations around something so big at the time, and then to just have those expectations fall away. Well, looking back, I am honestly so glad I didn't get that money. Maybe someone else would have put it to good use at that age, but me, in my state of mind, would have just had more resources to dig my own grave. Turns out, sometimes what we want isn't what we need. When I found out about the law of attraction, I just remember being amazed, thinking, can the world be this magical? Just do what you love and the money will follow? I felt like I had unlocked some sort of secret. And so did Rhonda Byrne, apparently. So I started to just list all the things that I loved. And I thought the answer will be in this list. 
So clearly I'm supposed to be a musical yoga instructor that somehow incorporates dogs into her practice with her own app that I designed and I can even market it myself. (laughs) Sounds like a winning idea. What I didn't yet realize is that sometimes what you feel passionate about now is just your higher self's way of guiding you toward what's next. It's true that if you follow your passion, you will find a higher purpose in it all, but that doesn't mean that the first thing you find is the end-all be-all. The journey is in following the threads that eventually make up the whole damn quilt of your life, and it comes down to this. Sometimes what our human wants isn't what our soul wants. And sometimes what our soul wants isn't even what's in our realm of thought quite yet. It's kind of like trying to teach someone calculus before they've learned multiplication. We build to that. So going back to abundance, my first thought is money. Maybe yours is too. Well, the concept of money is loaded. On one hand, it's a tool that can help us do amazing things. But money doesn't buy happiness. You've got to do that all on your own. Money just amplifies your current state. It gives you more resources to build whatever show you're already building. And to add to that, we live in a society where money is status. Money feeds addiction. Money can enable us to feed into the illusion that material things will fill some sort of void inside of us. The energy of money itself is pretty simple, but it's our energy around it that makes it complicated. So today we're going to untangle that a bit. Not only are we going to be learning a new way to look at abundance, or most importantly, a new way to feel about abundance, but also a model to follow that will automatically shift our energy into a vibration that attracts true abundance. And our guest today is Matt Cohn. Matt spent a couple decades as a tech exec, bringing banks to the online world and helping wealthy families develop philanthropic practices. And his life was pretty awesome. He had a nice home and cars and kids and took nice vacations. But in 2010, a lot of that changed. And he spent the last decade traveling to new cultures and exploring consciousness. Now he's blended the business with the consciousness, helping people become abundant through a practice called the abundance model. Three key things we will learn are how people can move from scarcity to abundance in their personal finances how capitalism can become a force for good, and how to trust that everything's always working out perfectly. Hey there, Wild Minds. So this was just a preview, but you can access the whole episode with a Mind Love Premium membership. If Mind Love has been helpful to you in any way, consider helping support the show by joining this exclusive community. I promise I'm making it totally worth it. You get exclusive episodes, which means twice the mind love in a private feed that imports right to your favorite podcast app, so you don't have to go to the web to listen. And that's not all. You also get all mind love episodes ad-free for uninterrupted listening. You get early access to episodes, and you get bonus video interviews and powerful meditation downloads. And finally, you get priority access to me, so you're free to reach out to me with any questions that you have about life, love, relationships, success, whatever it might be. And in more good news, you can get started free with a two-week free trial. Just go to mindlove.com slash premium. And if you're a student, reach out to me on Instagram and I'll give you a special discount.